I have beef with Trader Joe's over the mochi ice cream because everyone who has only had mochi at Trader Joe's thinks that mochi is ice cream. Yep. <laughs> and it pisses me the fuck off. And I'm like, mochi is just rice cake. The ice cream is just like an American thing. That's mochi ice cream. Yeah, it's mochi plus ice cream. Mochi ice cream. Welcome to SPAC Snack, the Seattle Progressive Asian American Christian podcast where we talk about what we're eating and what's eating us. I'm Jenny and I go by she, her pronouns. Dining with us this episode is... I'm Thomas and I go by he, him pronouns. Aya, I go by she, her. Pauline, I go by she, her pronouns. I'm Christina and I go by she, her pronouns. Christina is joining us via Skype because she is on a quarantine. Christina, why are you on quarantine? So I just came back from a recent trip to Taipei and Hong Kong. I think it was like around then when I started feeling ill and then like the coronavirus like panic started to hit both like just that region as a whole. And my husband kept having to assure me that I it was impossible because I was starting to feel sick like right at the beginning of the trip and that there's like a 14 day incubation period and we were just in Asia towards the end of my trip it started getting like really scary like people were lining up in the streets um trying to buy masks everything was running out supermarkets were being raided um and i had actually lived in hong kong during sars so all of that like traumatic memory came back and so i i've been really like nervous about my health and like possibly infecting other people So I decided um, upon coming back to Seattle to put myself on a 14-day quarantine, trying to just take preventative measures. I think that's good. As somebody who used to work in global health, I wish more people were cautious. (laughs) So it's winter here, and we are here to talk about comfort foods. Yum. Whee! Yeah, yum. But before we begin, let's talk about what we ate for dinner tonight. We ate some curry, some kare with rice and some omurice with ketchup and green onion but it wasn't really omurice <laughs> wait what it why was, wasn't it omurice it, it was makeshift omurice because you didn't put the ketchup in the rice oh that's oh, what you were shoot. saying yeah so omurice is typically made okay omurice is one of my favorite foods it's and also, we ate it incorrectly. <laughs> and it's my comfort food. I guess I should have made the omelette. <laughs> Would have made more sense. But it's typically ketchup with rice. You mix mm-hmm. it. And then you also mix in peas, carrots, onions. Those are like pretty normal ingredients. Mm-hmm. And then you do a topping of like a thin omelette. Mm-hmm. And then you can put more ketchup on it. That's why it tasted a little bit dry. <laughs> it tasted it tasted I was a little so bit dry. So confused of what you all were doing. <laughs> okay, so we did have carrots and we did have onions, so we were like eighty five percent there. <laughs> but you really needed the ketchup in the rice. Yeah, that's why Aya looked at us and she went, "What are you doing?" Because we were talking about ketchup? like mass amounts of ketchup, and we we're like. Yeah, I guess we could put ketchup on it. <laughs> and then Thomas None made of us a smiley are Japanese face. Except for Aya. <laughs> Thomas made a smiley face ketchup. And Aya also put cheese on her curry. curry. Yeah, so every once in a while I'll do like a sunny side up 
egg on top of curry with like a little thing of cheese on top. It looked delicious. I love it. It's good. And now, a short commercial break before we dive into what we love to eat when it's dark outside. And it feels like the sun is never going to come back. <laughs> Spack Snack is brought to you by Vitamin D. With rain on 28 of the 31 days in January and not a single sunny day in Seattle since November 30th, it can be hard not to feel the winter blues. This podcast endorses vitamin D supplements, sun lamps, puppies, and suddenly needing to go outside when you see a ray of sunshine. Seasonal affective disorder is real, and we support your mental health. Serotonin! Serotonin! Serotonin. What do we think are the best comfort foods, and what stories do you have? Well, I already started talking about omurais being my comfort food but it's like two of my favorite things rice and eggs <laughs> eggs are not <laughs> and a like trash looking food. at pauline because she called <laughs> eggs trash food on an I episode mean, i was not to here for my <laughs> taste buds it's trash food to others it's life my favorite and i'll eat eggs raw i'll eat it over easy you'll have eggs raw yes absolutely like japanese Wait. people like crack a raw egg on top of rice and eat it right yes oh i've done Tamago that kake. oh oh i've done sorry that. i maybe this is racist but i imagine like bruce lee eating his eggs and that's how i imagine everyone who eats raw eggs like in a class you like gaston from beauty it's also, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, also gaston. delicious highly recommend it wow also in japan the eggs are way fresher and mm. like darker they're beautiful dark orange we endorse cage-free organic eggs here for sure yeah um other comfort foods i grew up with is like egg and green onion jenny why are you laughing <laughs> jenny why because we already talked about eggs <laughs> no i mean keep but, talking about but eggs. this is my other comfort food <laughs> It all involves eggs. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just I'm just adoring your admiration for <laughs> eggs and eggs and eggs. Like eggs made it twice on your list. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so eggs with green onion marinated in like dashi, a little bit of soy sauce, and put it on top of rice. Because <laughs> my dad would make it for me whenever he would get home from work. And my dad is a chef, so he'd be super lazy and like not wanting to deal with me. So he'd just like make that real quick. And it grew into like one of my favorite foods. So rice made it twice on your list. Too. Yes. <laughs> Wait, how are those eggs cooked? Um, Kind of like an omelet. So the omelet is marinated in the dashi? Yeah. Do you just like add dashi to the pan after it's an omelet? What do you mean? I'm confused. The timing of the dashi, how does that happen? <laughs> oh, while it's raw. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I understand. Think I, I think I understand. You're going to just have to make it. Yeah. Next You're going to have to send us a recipe. You're going to have to post a recipe <laughs> on the blog. Yeah. It's basically just tamago negi donburi, mm. which is egg, green onion with rice, <laughs> is what it directly translates to. Okay. 
Donburi means with rice. Donburi is like a bowl of rice. Oh, okay. Great, Thomas. I mean, everyone expects me to say pizza. <laughs> so strawberries. Well, you also said ketchup. Rice with kimchi earlier. Rice with kimchi is such an easy staple and no 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 i won't take that answer give us a real answer a real answer mm-hmm. all right cheeseburgers and hamburgers from mcdonald's plain patties oh my god <laughs> they remind me of field day from first grade where it was not a real day of school but you got to spend all day outside doing all these um, activities and things um, like hopscotch and jump rope and running running in the field in like this giant field and then for lunch they would always have um catered mcdonald's catered mcdonald's it sounds really funny when you say it that way didn't trump do that catered burger king or mcdonald's yes for national teams that have won whatever it was sports. one time no it was, i think it was multiple times trash 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 let me tell you about my comfort foods so, Let's go, Jenny. Y'all, these are the most trash opinions ever. But number six on Taco Bell, ch- two chalupas. Yo, let's go. I love chalupas. That was my order. So I went to, like, I would drive to the Taco Bell in Ballard because I went to school in Queen Anne. Uh, for non-Seattle people, those are two neighborhoods that are very close together. And that is what I would get, like, every time I went to Taco Bell. I was like, I want a fucking chalupa at, like, 11 p.m. at night. How is, the like, the shell so delicious? I just don't get it. just has, like, the perfect crunch and chewy at the same time. What protein? Yo, I get beef. Nice. You what too? about Baja sauce? Wait. Is that what the sauce is called? I feel like I'm confused about the sauce, but they got to give me extra hot sauce. Like, I want like 20 bags just in case I run out. She uses a lot of bags. Hot sauce in your bag. Swag. (laughs) (laughs) Swag. Number Number six at Taco Bell is the real deal. And then when I was growing up and my parents, like immigrant parents, they just like went far far away to work and then didn't come home until like the next day or two days later and my sister and i really fucked up some corn dogs (laughs) so you pop that shit in the microwave and it becomes breakfast lunch and dinner and (laughs) i just have a real respect for corn dogs i also love corn dogs i am loving your list so far have you guys been to the corn dog place in id no but Uh, the rice corn dog is that, what it's, is that what it is? Yeah. I haven't had it yet, but Millie came home with it the other day. And she One said it was One of them is good. breaded in ramen noodles. I respect that what? so hard. Wasn't there a mac and cheese one too? Yes. I can, I can, I I can love it. some gourmet corn dogs, but my kind of corn dogs came from like... Was it like uh, the Foster's turkey or I don't, chicken? What is that? It was just Comes like, in a box, frozen? It, it came in a frozen box. Yeah. And you open that shit up, you pop it in the microwave on your paper plate <laughs> so i don't have to do the dishes and then you put the ketchup on there <laughs> i had a lot of corn dogs growing up i love that it's on a stick it's so convenient <laughs> praise the corn dogs condiment ketchup oh right. and 
Oh, wait. And sriracha. Gotta respect that sriracha. I've recently been putting... So I've been eating corn dogs recently. No way. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Confession. <laughs> Instant noodles as like toppings on the corn dog. Oh, there are toppings now. Well, because it's like yeah. they roll it in. Mm, mm-hmm. I love instant noodles. Is that your comfort food, Thomas? Maruchan instant noodles. Like oh, a dollar. Man. The the Maruchan brand? Yes. Like, like the white people brand? Yes. <laughs> like top ramen Maruchan. Oh the ones God. with like the peas and the corn in it? Yes. Oh, no. oh, well, top ramen Maruchan are different. Why do you hurt our hearts? <laughs> <laughs> Thomas needs to get learned. <laughs> I just want to say my opinions are of the masses. I represent <laughs> the greater society and all their their opinions, while everyone else here is all bougie with their <laughs> number six corn Taco dogs Bell and like corn dogs. It's not bougie. <laughs> Thomas thinks that corn dogs is a level up from Maruchan <laughs> noodles. He's like, I just ate a plain hot dog with no bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but shout out to um, Costco hot dogs. Okay. Costco hot dogs. R.I.P. the Polish dog. Yo. Oh, they took that off the menu, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Sad. sad also day. the chicken bakes. I never liked the chicken bakes. I loved them. They just tasted Wait, like ranch chicken. when did they get rid of them? I don't. Oh, I thought they took them off the menu. But then again, it's not like I'm looking at that part of the menu anymore. The chicken bakes, I always felt like it was too hot in the middle. Like the temperature wasn't right. Hmm. This isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not the that is okay, not a good feeling. Okay, sidebar. What is the superior Costco menu item? Hot dogs. Supreme pizza. Probably the pizza. Churros. The oh. churros are nasty. Every time you get them, you're disappointed. I think it's. I actually really like the berry drink, like the frozen yogurt thingy. I don't think it's yogurty actually. I think it might just be like frozen berries. That's like blended together but it tastes really good it's the fake parfait it's like a yeah. chia something though yeah it is pretty good have y'all been to costco lately like they don't have any sodas with sh- real sugar in them anymore it's all artificial sugar and sparkling water wait as a person who drinks diet coke and diet coke only they still have that so yeah <laughs> but it's pepsi Mm. Costco is Pepsi Stop. branded. No. Is Pepsi okay? No. <laughs> no. No, Pepsi's not okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You're talking about the drinking fountain. You're not talking about what they sell in the store. No. Yeah, we're just the fountain. We're still good. We're still good. Okay. <laughs> Jenny's not going to burn down the nearest Costco. <laughs> but yeah, hot take. No on Pepsi. Is that a hot take? I feel like it's yeah. really not. It's really not Coke. <laughs> well, it's like sometimes owns. I don't care about Coke or Pepsi, but when someone asks me if if Pepsi is okay, I just want to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do that every time. Like literally, I'm like, do you have Coke? They're like Pepsi. I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> I'm hard like, left away I from was soda. Like, is it um, in a can or is it like like a soda machine? They're like in a can. I'm like, mm, um. Mm, can you put it in some ice for me? <laughs> Every time. I'm going to say that's probably one of my pet peeves when we go out to eat. And Jenny's like, oh, I'm really craving Diet Coke. And then the server comes around and she's like, oh, can I get a Diet Coke? And the server's like, oh, we only have Pepsi here. And she literally go, I quote, 
no, that that's okay. I'm I'm good. I'll have water instead. I'm like, oh, it's like the longest five seconds of my life. <laughs> it is a pet peeve. And then afterwards, I feel bad about it, and I find it even more endearing, and I love her a little bit more. It's a test of my patience. Oh, he brought it back into marriage territory. <laughs> How did you redeem that so well? That's an amazing teach us your ways. <laughs> He's like, so what I'm really saying is, I actually love Jenny so much. <laughs> and what I got to say to that is, you're welcome. <laughs> My comfort food is Korean food. Sorry, that's not a surprise. Why am I apologizing? My <laughs> favorite food. <laughs> Misery do that. Don't apologize for things you're not actually sorry for. Yes. Yes. Um, my my comfort food is Korean food. I like uh like kimchi fried rice. I like tenjang jjigae. Wait, kimchi fried rice with like just kimchi or what kind of meat you putting in there now but not meat she's <laughs> vegan the look on jenny's face i mean i could respect some spam and some pork and okay pre-vegan okay it would have been spam and um spam and then like i actually really like the kalua pork that they put in marination stations mm-hmm. kimchi mm-hmm. fried rice mm-hmm. i respect that um post-vegan yeah i also don't believe in other vegetables being put in kimchi fried Mm -hmm. rice like my a house that i used to live in we had rice like every day in the rice cooker and a giant jar of kimchi in the fridge and so i would make kimchi fried rice all the time because i would just like get home from work and just like do it but then my roommate would put like anything else she had in the fridge into it and so she made it for her and her boyfriend it was like brussels sprouts and i was like what the fuck is this (laughs) and it would be like mostly brussels sprouts and i'd be like what have you done this is not kimchi that's not fried rice this is this is just makeshift fried rice you have one vegetable and it's kimchi (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and then like a sunny side egg on top um a little bit of sesame oil a little bit of sesame seeds i have no comment about you and your egg it's just like when it doesn't taste like an egg if it's like what? raw or like sunny side. Okay. Taste of an egg so goes confused. from raw to sunny side to over easy to soft boiled slash ramen eggs. Like, uh, okay, and so then tea egg and then hard boiled. So I, I can't do hard boiled. I could do like a tea egg. Actually, I like sentry egg. That's the only kind of egg that I like. Like in kanji. You like drew that back and then it didn't make any sense. <laughs> Can you tell us what you like about sentry egg? It's like the texture is really good. You know, because it's been sitting there and thinking about itself for a while. (laughs) (laughs) You're gaining wisdom through the egg, just taking it in. It's been there for a hundred (laughs) years. They reached it for a hundred years before they put it in my country. You're not really feeling the texture, feeling the wisdom of a hundred years. One hundred years of egg. Um, yeah, I just like never liked egg yolk, but I feel like that's quite childish to like only like part of one thing and not like the other thing. I feel personally attacked by Why? that statement. Why? I only eat parts of things because I don't like the other half of things. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
are you saying that I'm calling you childish? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like when people eat pizza and don't eat the crust, I'm like, who raised you? <laughs> is that you? Are you? Is that you, Thomas? Am I calling you out? <laughs> uh... I'm googling century egg right now because I have no idea what it is. It's like it's a great like gross color. It yeah. doesn't look great. It it, it tastes looks great like. A tiger eye stone. <laughs> That's what it looks like, color wise. Yeah, it's not. It's not appetizing think, looking. It's delicious. I think huh. it's like marinated for a long, long time or something like that. One hundred years. I'm egg. not gonna pretend like I know. It looks like an overripened avocado. Christina, do you know the process behind a century egg? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's mostly because I really don't like it, so I don't really care to learn about it. <laughs> what? Hot take. But you like eggs. Well, like, I, I mean, I know that eggs. generally, like, they're marinated in some way, and, like, if you buy it, like, fresh, so to speak, it's got this whole layer of, like, gunk around it, and I think that's what marinates it, but I don't exactly know what the components of the gunk is. We love the funk. The gunk. Yeah. But I hate it. Like, I pick it out of my kanji all the time. Give it to me. Except not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Christina, what's your comfort food? So when I'm sick, my comfort food definitely is, like, kanji. Yes. Unless it sounds like pizza. Just because I think that's just... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just what my mom would make for me, like, every time I was sick. And... Also, I was told that, like, if you have the flu or something, you're not supposed to have chicken. So I'd always end up with, like, pork, like, lean pork kanji with the sentry egg. And I'd always pick out the egg. I hated it ever since I was a kid. And then um, now, I would say, actually, my comfort food is probably my go-to lunch food. It's always some sort of noodle. And 80% of the time, I actually um, eat like some sort of tomato based sauce with pasta and like for somebody who like generally prides themselves on having like not a super refined palate but like a picky palate I'm pretty amazed that I've pretty consistently had this like pasta concoction maybe for like I don't know since college so I I think I would consider that my comfort food but I'd always put dill in it like, for some reason, like, dill and tomato sauce is just, like, a really great combo for me. And then I would make, I'm really good at making pasta al dente. And then um, I always top it with, like, Parmesan. And no matter how my husband tries to replicate it, he just can't make it to my liking. So whenever he tries to make pasta for me, especially when I'm sick, I, like, rush over and, like, shove him away from the stove and, like, start taking over <laughs> You know, he, he like, tried. In, ge- in general, like, noodles are my comfort food. Like, I might have um, said this before in some of our previous episodes, but I've become that Asian person who, like, freaks out if you don't have a certain type of Asian food, like, by day two or day three when they're traveling. And for me, it's definitely, like, noodles. Like, I go into, like, this, like, frenzy, and then 
like my husband will have to try to find me noodles somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You should just have a shirt that's like, please find me some noodles. <laughs> when you're traveling. It was really hard because like when we were in India, like it's there's not really like that many noodles and the noodle places actually were like Indian Chinese restaurants. And like I have to be honest, like Indo Chinese food is really not my jam. And the noodles were like, oh man, some of the worst I've had. Yeah, it was it was a really rough experience, but I was desperate. Also, my comfort foods is like instant ramen, which I would eat like five, which I could eat like five times a week if I didn't like diversify my diversify my portfolio. It's it's hard. I will say that if I eat it three days in a row, I will start to feel <laughs> sick. Which brand? Right now, I'm super into, like, the potato ramens. Um, What's potato like, ramen? They're, like, well, I've been, you know, looking for, like, vegan ramens and stuff. And so it'll be, like, a ramen where the noodles are made out of potatoes. Have you had that mori ramen, the green one? No. That one is so good. It is. It is. Yo, what? Somebody is it vegan? invite me the fuck over because <laughs> I live with a man who does not like the idea of eating instant ramen. <gasps> wait. Yeah. Wait, Thomas? You just talked about Madachan. I haven't had it in a very long time. Uh, he does. I don't know what's wrong with him. I'm like, every few like weeks, I'm like, do you want ramen? And he's like, nah. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch. <laughs> I just want some instant ramen. It's not that hard. Okay, have we all seen the movie Parasite? Yes. No? Okay. I fail. Okay, okay. Sorry. There is a dish that she makes in it that is japagetti, noguri, and steak. Shut up. Think about how good that sounds. Shut up. Those are all of my favorite ramens, except for the chicken jalapeno one, kokomen, which is really good. But... They, like, make it in the film. It's Jesus. fucking del- It's It sounds amazing. Okay, first of all, I love japagetti. It looked really good. I love japagetti, and I love noguri, and I love steak. So, let's watch the movie and then make it, Thomas. I have it on its flash drive. Here you go. Shut <laughs> up. You were supposed to get this no from my way. house, like, weeks ago, oh and you never came God. for it. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. I had it, like, hanging outside my door so that you could take it, and you never did. That was oh my fault. god! I don't we... know what this green noodle thing is. I'm gonna get it. Oh, it's a miso flavor. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever eat ichi ichiban? Yes. So my dad made us eat ichiban like every week during the summers, and so I got really sick of it. And it's like a miso flavor, right? Ichiban? I mean, ichiban comes with all of the normal flavors. It's just a brand. Okay. The normal? I don't know. I got really sick of it. I think that we should all do all of us a favor, except Thomas. <laughs> And have instant ramen for our next recording. Mm, okay. Come, come okay. All. Y'all remember how at the Christmas party, White Elephant Gift, there was a whole bag of instant noodles? Uh-huh. Yes. Who? Did y'all take any? I took I took one or two, and I still haven't eaten it. Because no. every single time Jenny asked me, do you want to eat that <laughs> bag? And I'm like, nah. No. I diversified. And Ooh. then, like, picked all all brands because there's ichiban which i believe is sapporo and then yeah then nishin 
top ramen, cup noodle. There's so many. Like, no, I honestly, honestly speaking, I wanted that so bad. <laughs> I wanted it so bad, but Thomas really was going to judge me. And I was, <laughs> I was feeling really sorry for myself. I was like, I want it, but I can't have it. <laughs> and this is a story of a marriage. <laughs> We're just going to like Amazon Prime some ramen to your house. <laughs> there should really be an instant food podcast episode. Oh, that would be a good one. We can do some mashed potatoes. We can do some ramen. Dogs. Corn dogs. I bring some chalupas and pizza. Some SpaghettiOs. What? <laughs> oh shit. You just took it back. <laughs> okay, I didn't talk about how when I was um when I was like a teen and my parents were like you're old enough to babysit your brothers now I was like 11. Every single day after school we would like watch Naruto or my wife and kids, I don't know why, and we would eat bagel bites, pizza rolls, corn dogs and like granola bar like Nature Valley's granola bars, the kind that you feel like you're like being forced to eat cuz they're so dry. And terrible and but that was everywhere my life every day like Wait. pizza rolls in the toaster oven that's the life it i want to go back honestly <laughs> yo let's go let's go back for the next episode <laughs> our childhood like it's it's totally the same story of like parents being like not being home or like parents coming home and make you dinner or parents being gone and having to take care of yourselves like my parents were gone for a couple hours every day after we got home from school so like I had to feed my brothers and I was like here's some bagel bites <laughs> I'm amazing at making them now because I have to feed you this every day I made a lot of box mac and cheese for my brother I loved craft mac and cheese especially on the second day Wait, I don't know why can you tell us about the spaghettios what about the spaghettios Straight okay, from the can. So I think I, <laughs> no. I think I've had spaghettios before. You don't remember if you've had spaghettios? Well, Jenny grew up in another country. So. This is true. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But like, I don't know. It's also like a. Uh, or are you getting confused with Chef Boyardee? No, Thomas. Aren't those only the same one thing? of us. Only one of us gets confused about food. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little bit. That was a little I bit. I want to change my comfort food. <laughs> Two. Not being attacked. <laughs> no, you were th- you were saying how so much of our comfort food was around the things that we had to eat while our parents were gone or at work or whatever. Mm. And the thing that my mom would always leave behind us, knowing that she'd be gone for a few hours, is hot dog. Love hot dog. I don't know what that is in English. It's like a sweet fried pancake. Rice cake. Mm, yes. Pancake? I think it's rice cake, right? Is it made out of rice flour? We can Google mm. it. But the my favorite part is the brown sugar that was inside. And then it was like pan fried. And so it's just a very sweet carb infused snack. My mom made a ton of it over Christmas break. And I just ate like 20 of them cold. Oh, like watching man. TV. Also, you know, my mom used to do when we lived in Kansas, she would make it with brown sugar, cinnamon, chopped up nuts, and the biscuits that you pop out of the can. Oh. Yeah. How? That's like American innovation right there. (laughs) Yo, that's true Korean genius. Korean American genius. I love it. What happens when your nearest Korean mart is an hour away? So I make it an intentional effort every time I shop at H Mart 
they have the Korean ladies there in the in the front of the um the grocery store for a dollar you get one hot dog or I think there's a deal for five dollars for however many hot dogs but I don't I don't splurge yeah because it's not my it's not my comfort food I like that's like if I'm really letting myself go after my corn dog (laughs) (laughs) after my chalupas (laughs) you know I gotta have I gotta have the initial fix now I really want a Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm. Yo. That's the I love other Taco thing. Bell. Can you still get those? That's yes. the other oh, thing shit. I would get at Taco Bell. If it's not the Chalupas, the Crunchwrap is Supreme, and then if I'm really craving it, Nacho Supreme. Yes. Cheesy like Gordita Crunch. Oh, Christina. <laughs> Christina. But I was actually going to ask, does anybody consider like soup comfort food? Because I love soup. And, like, I mean, okay, there's, like, the, like, what I attribute to, like, a lot of Chinese, like, older generation where they, like, think that soup can literally cure everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't love soup like that. But I love soup, like, on any day when I'm feeling a little bit low, like, a tomato bisque or, like, clam chowder mm-hmm. or just, like, any type of, like, more chunky soups. I just love. Mm-hmm. I used to eat a can of... Progresso? What is that brand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Progresso. Progresso. It's like, it comes in a blue can, and I used to eat the minestrone like every day after school. I was just thinking about minestrone. Right? Yeah. Minestrone is a really good soup, y'all. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're going American. Yeah, I would eat that all the time, and also clam chowder, which I don't know how I did, because I was so lactose intolerant. <laughs> Yo, that stuff makes me so sick. Oh, man, if we're going American, Bosco sticks, anybody? What the hell is Bosco I sticks? I don't know what a Bosco stick is. Sweet or savory? It's a carb with <laughs> cheese inside. Is it like a breadstick? It's like a breadstick. It's a breadstick with cheese inside, and then you dip in marinara. Mm. And I thought you could get them at like a Domino's or something. You no? You get breadsticks at Domino's, but you can't get Bosco sticks. It's like... Yeah. Where do you get them? In is this a Chicago thing? I don't know. It's a, it's a, they served it at my junior high. Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade were the best years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally just bread and s- cheese, and it's good. It's good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I was not a picky sixth or seventh grader, y'all. I was just like, <laughs> give me whatever you got, you know? I made so much pizza. So I just Googled it, and it's totally a Midwest thing. No way. For real? Yep. So what is it described as? Uh, There's an article on Eater that is titled, How Bosco Sticks Became the Secret Weapon of Midwestern Cafeterias. Oh, my gosh. I'm a cultural white person. (laughs) (laughs) Cultural Midwesterner, babe. Also known as a cultural Midwesterner. (laughs) That's, That's crazy. Okay, now we know it took over our cafeterias. So anyway, we've been talking for a long time about our comfort foods, and they're all really great. But let's close this out by talking about what we're snacking on. Hey, snackers. Are you looking for a new stack recommendation? This podcast is brought to you by Last Minute Dashes into Trader Joe's, 20 minutes before you're supposed to be at your friend's house. I highly endorse the 
dark chocolate covered candied caramel, the old plantain chips, and the new plantain chips. There is a new kid in town. Huge shout out to all the tortilla chips. This podcast is also fueled by the dark chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's and anything you can grab in the checkout line as you frantically try not to be late to your event. Trader Joe's, though we do not endorse their weird, slightly racist Trader Ming, Trader Jose, Trader Giotto's. I've been snacking on CBD gummies. No way. So I can't. (laughs) So I can't really. I don't. uh, I'm not really into the THC CBD combos, but like the ones with way more CBD and like a hint of THC because you can't really make gummies with. For the uninitiated, uh what's the difference between the two? All right. The CBD is for body high. And THC is for a head high. Uh, so I'm not super into THC. Like, I get too paranoid or like, I don't know. Anxious. I don't feel yeah, like it's good for people anxious. with anxiety. Because yeah. it makes you have I have anxiety. a lot of anxiety. <clears throat> so I've been taking the CBD gummies every once in a while because I have a hard time sleeping. And like, if I do fall asleep, it's hard for me to stay asleep for long periods of time. And I've been taking it, and it's been helping me sleep all throughout the night. No. What? Are you serious? So that's pretty cool. That's I'm so amazing. Happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody knows my struggles of sleep. <laughs> I mean, it's why I get a lot done, but I also so, like sleeping. So excited for you. Um, every chance I get a chance to buy you something, now it's just going to be CBD gummies. Nice. It's so expensive. Because like that shit is expensive. Then, CBD like, oils. <laughs> okay. So night night mask. Yeah. A little CBD soft drink because they sell those now. Wait. So you're like they into do. the gummies though. Uh, it's just like easy. I'd like take half of one. Okay. I'm done with that. That's cool. That's cool. What you snacking on? I am snacking on our new air fryer. Air fryers are cool. Did we tell you about this? No. So in a few episodes ago, uh, Jenny had mentioned how she had really wanted an air fryer because her sister had one. And you can just do so many things with it, right? It's it's like that Instapod. Like we borrowed it. And we we, we realized we just kept borrowing it from um, from Jenny's sister. And one of our listeners back in Chicago, my younger cousins, they are so sweet. Um, bought it for us for Christmas and literally it just showed up on our doorstep and I was so shocked I, I opened my door to let our dogs out in the morning and there was just a, this air fryer in a box with a little handle I was like I literally laughed and I was like oh that's so cute like oh I wonder who this is for blah 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 and looked at it and you know it said to Thompson Jenny um, from the Kim family back in back in Chicago so Joseph, Josh, and Jason, thank you very much for sending us an air fryer. We use it all the time. We've made chicken wings. We have made corn dogs. Corn dog. We have made some corn dogs. Dude, wings in an air fryer. So good. Uh, So good. Hell yeah. We have made some tilapia. We have made some steak. 
We had done a lot. Salmon burgers. Yo, you, you put it on. You put it on the pan to like, like. Wait, wait. Um, let, let let me explain because I'm the one who no, does no, no. this. You put. <laughs> <laughs> you put it on pan and then you finish in the air fryer. Yeah, but halfway through you have to flip it. That's the key. But that air fryer is amazing. Thank you for your support and for getting us out of going to the Cheesecake Factory for <laughs> Christmas because I don't hate the Cheesecake Factory, but you all just like it so much. I've been snacking on a lot of Netflix, and so I've been watching Next in Fashion, which is basically like Project Runway, but uh, with better hosts, I guess, um, and better guest judges. And um, that's been really great. No spoilers, but really, really love the person who won. I actually like The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And the first time around, I actually like stopped watching it because there were too many, like, too real occult references. And I actually used to, like, practice witchcraft when I was in high school. Huh. So it actually, like, brought up a lot of stuff that I'd, like, rather forget. And so I freaked out and I stopped watching it but a part of also why I stopped watching it was because um I cannot stand like the white feminism of that show like it's just so mm. like god like there's this trope I think like um I learned this in like a gender and fandom class of this like Mary Sue character and like Sabrina is such a Mary Sue like I cannot handle it and, like, they're, like, trying to set in the 50s or something. And then they're like, oh, let's talk about intersectional feminism. And I'm like, no, like, you, no, you didn't know that that was a thing. You like, know, like, the term was a coined. Yeah, like, it was just, like, it was just really, it's very annoying. So the later seasons have gotten a little bit better. And I can see, like, especially if it appeals to a younger audience, like, it is cool for them to bring up, like, trans issues, like, to really, for them, like, help them understand that this is, like, normal. Like, trans people exist, and, like, this is how they feel. Um, so that's really cool. Um, so I'm trying to give it more of a benefit of a doubt. But, yeah, there's still scenes where I'm like, okay, that was very graphic, and I can't eat my food now. Um, but, yeah, so I've just been sitting at home, binging that. That's been my snack. That and sleeping. We miss you so much, Christina. We do. I have been snacking on trying to get everyone in my life to watch Watchmen, which was an HBO series by Damon Lindelof. I have never seen a TV show go so hard on race that was like fronted by a white man. I'm still confused as to how that happened. But the show opens in the riots in Tulsa in 1921, I think, where um, white people got mad and tried to burn down what was known as like black wall street like a affluent part of town mm. with a lot of black businesses um and the show is a lot of has a lot to say about like intergeneral intergenerational relationships um like racial reconciliation reparations it talks about reparations a lot and its main character is regina king who is an incredible person and she is kicking ass, but it's also very interested in positioning, like, centering her in the story. And there are superpowers, but what the show wants to know is how do you move forward when 
you have relationships that are so changed by power dynamics Mm -hmm. that things are not going to be equal and because the show talks about reparations like basically the entire time it there is no like there is no sort of like post-racial utopia where everyone's on the same level um Mm. it's about accounting for history and it's about accounting for um massive like massive unequal like power dynamics so Mm. unequal power dynamics um yeah i pretty much inhaled that series over like a weekend and Mm. after it i had to like i don't know go watch like the good place or something because i was like bereft um i also watched all six seasons of the l word recently and it was incredible watch the new l word generation q uh you can come talk to me about the l word because i have a lot of feelings about it um watch the good place finale that shit was that was so good (sighs) it was insane i can't believe you used that to relieve yourself from watchmen (laughs) it was like less mentally like involved I could see that. Somehow. I could see that. Yep. Love The Good Place. Like, what an excellent show. Agreed. Good all the way through. Yeah. I made Thomas, like, I forced Thomas to watch it with me in the beginning. And then it was just, it was, it was mind-blowing. And Kristen Bell is a hero. She is just preaching the good word. She is. Actually, started watching The Good Place and stopped. But I will definitely try to pick it up again because I really... A lot of people I trust have kept saying, like, how good it is. Um, but I cannot recommend The Watchmen enough. Like, totally second everything you said. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely, you need, like, a palate cleanser afterwards because it's a lot to process. But I have to say, really, like, um, Damon Lindelof, who um, I think he produced and created Lost. He was the one who created Watchmen. And I was really worried when I saw his name attached to the project. Um, but he's really redeemed himself. Like, it honestly was such a smart show and such unexpected, like, connections. It was it was amazing. So, highly recommend. I also, like, totally doubted him because, like, I felt like The Leftovers was so, like, in- or Lost was so indulgent. He also did The Leftovers. Okay, we're going to have to add it on our list. <laughs> Jenny, what are you snacking on? Okay, so something you'll have to know about me is that, like, until I buy into something, I'm, like, super skeptical, especially if it's asking for my money. So, one day I was just on Instagram, and some celebrity named Maggie Q is out here trying to sell me what? activated... I Maggie Q. I know, she's beautiful. Trust Maggie Q. She is trying to sell me directly to me something called Morning Complete by Activated You, and it's a probiotic, prebiotic, superfood supplement powder okay. form. Oh, dear. And, of course, it would be, sur- like, directly advertising to my to me on my Instagram. So, I've been watching Maggie Q videos for, like, like almost a full month. Okay? <laughs> so, like, I'm, like, trying to figure out if this is a real deal is it going to, you know, make me feel less bloated? Is it going to give me more energy? Is it going to change my life? So, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's like $45 a month for the supplement. And I'm like, I don't know if I can buy into this probiotic, prebiotic bullshit. So then I like talk to my one of my coworkers who I know is a health nut. And I'm like, hey, so have you tried any like 
um, like green juices or like powders or anything like that? He's like, yeah. So I've tried um, vib- green vibrants and bark barleens, and I would recommend both of them. It actually makes a really big difference for me. So later that day, <clears throat> I'm like, after I get, go to the hair salon, I'm at my friend Jenna's house and I'm like, Jenna, <clears throat> I got to tell you about this thing that I've been looking at for like almost a month. It's like, there's something called like barleens and green vibrants. And she's like, oh, I have that. I don't know if you know Jenna. She's one of those people who just like buys everything <laughs> and then doesn't use it. So then she like brings it out. So <laughs> I tried it, you know, only because somebody gave it to me. <laughs> anyway, I'm like five or six days in at this point, And I got to say, I am feeling pretty regular. If you... <laughs> know what I mean but if you don't know what I mean I'm like making something you're making something happen something something on the something toilet a BM a BM a dropping B-M. regular BMs. creations okay creations <laughs> anyway okay so funny story the other day I was Thomas and I were in bed and I was like do you think that like we're always gonna be like this smelly and he thought I said, do you think we're always going to be this happy? <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy. Sorry, that's not what I said. But also true. <laughs> anyway, that story came out of nowhere. Um, so that's it for this episode. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And we hope that you're enjoying a very cozy winter season. This podcast is generally hosted by Diverging Mag, and our audio editor is Thomas Yang. The music is by Chucky Kim, and the podcast artwork is created by Kelly Komaruda Martel. For more premium snack content, you can follow us on Instagram at spack underscore snack. Feel free to slide into our DMs with snack recommendations, feedback, and stories of your own. We love hearing from you. And until next time, stay hungry and stay thirsty.